What's up? What's up, y'all? It's Red and Bold. I'm your host, Will Smith, with my co-host here, Joe Mobley. It's Red and Bold. We are here to talk Chiefs football. Y'all know what it is. And uh, on, before man. we do, <clears throat> before we jump into it, of course, we're going to give honor to our sponsors. We're going to start with the Gospel America Television Network. That's the Gospel America channel. That is gospelamerica.net. So be sure to check them out. We, our show is actually on that network. We thank um, Joe. You want to let everybody know uh, who runs that and who's in Gospel America? Definitely. Uh, Apostle Gary Jenkins. Um, just a wonderful man of God and uh, just honored to be able to say that that's my cousin. Um, has never hesitated to always show love, always encouraging. Um, if you have uh, an organization, a church that is about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, about making sure that we are doing everything that we can uh, to promote the agenda of the kingdom of God, uh, reach out uh, to, again, Apostle Gary Jenkins, and just see if there maybe is not a slot available uh, for your ministry, for your church, that you might be able to just uh, reach a few more people all over this world, all over this world. Sir, so that's gospelamerica.net. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me make sure I'm going to, um, yeah, gospelamerica.net. I had to verify people's. I had to verify. We need, we need to have him send that commercial. He got a he got a nice little you got a commercial. Yeah, tell him to send yeah, it over I mean, so we can run it. Just about a nice little intro. It's probably I don't even think it, it might be 15 seconds, but it's smooth. You know, his he got that announcer voice. You know, it's All right. cool, cool. So next we have uh we have J Mo's barbecue. That's a J-M-O-S B-B-Q dot com. Make sure to upgrade your meats. That's J Mo's barbecue and um, get lost in the sauce. So be sure to order some of J-Mo's barbecue sauce, man. Um, if you like barbecue and you ain't never had some Kansas City barbecue, he does ship across the nation. So be yep. sure to go to jmosbbq.com and order your bottle of J-Mo's barbecue sauce. Slap that on your ribs, slap that on your chicken, whatever you want to slap it on, you know what I'm saying? Burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We also have uh, Waywater Entertainment as a sponsor. Uh, we have Legacy AD, which is a faith-based comic book um, about a detective in Atlanta named Deacon Foster. He is chosen by God to battle evil and uphold justice. Be sure to get the comic book. We have two issues available currently. We also have a study guide available for the first issue. So you can um so that's a conversation starter with your kids if y'all want to st- go through it together and um, see the spiritual implications of the comic book and the lessons that it is teaching in the book so that's again jmosbbq.com gospelamerica.net and also uh, legacy ad we are going to jump into it y'all we are going to talk some cheese football man and we're going <clears throat> we're going to chop it up today man we're going to have like a couple of questions really wow. chop it up and dig in deep into it so first thing we're going to talk about are our thoughts on the Chiefs versus Bills game so what are your thoughts on the Chiefs versus Bills game what you got Joe it's the best football game uh, that I've ever seen in my life um, I can say for sure that uh, cardiologists all over this world uh, needed and probably still need to be on call I have never seen a game where I can honestly say that I feel like both quarterbacks played 
a flawless game. Yeah. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, it's it's a team sport. And you know, there were there were opportunities that had to be taken advantage of at different times. But I think that anybody who had an opportunity to watch that game, uh, you truly may have experienced uh, a once in a lifetime um, competition, exhibition, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know that we will ever see anything that entertaining, that nail biting, that type of, I don't know if I can watch something like this uh, next week again. I can't, I don't know if we could handle it. Like it, you can't, you can't have heart problems and nah. watch that game. No, nah, you sure oh, could. You, you could. You would have had a heart attack. <laughs> it was that, it was an excellent, it was an excellent game. And as far as the Chiefs are concerned, um, I, I'm a lean on the comment, you know, when the situation is grim, mm. be the grim reaper. Man, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't have, have the words to, um, to really again uh, express or explain um, just how much as a lifelong Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. uh, man, what it, what, what that felt like uh, to just be on the winning side. especially when so many times you know we didn't have when we didn't have a Patrick Mahomes (laughs) and we knew that whenever we got in a situation like that that we were not going to win the game (laughs) you had you had no hope no faith that that you were that we were going to drive down the field and like you know so often we in an interception or uh, just turn over on downs or just turn turn over the ball just something that just didn't would not go right for the Chiefs but no. We know with Mahomes, like we always, as long as there's some time on that clock, man. Yeah. You know, and I the, the thing is, I knew it was going to be a difficult game for the Chiefs <clears throat> defense passing wise when Tyron Matthew went out the game. We were already missing Rashad Fence in that cornerback. Um, and so once Honey Badger went, I was like, oh man. Oh. So I knew it was gonna be a long night. But I didn't think. Mike Hughes would play so trash like <laughs> he he should not that brother that brother right there hey man talk about being uh Look, being this. toast and being burnt but I'm gonna talk about that in the other segment but anyway uh, it was a great game man like you said it was just like both quarterbacks played flawless um even the ball bounced the Bills way on one because I don't know what the score was when they caused Josh Allen to fumble um and, it, and then Frank Clark's leg like kicked it right back to him, because yeah. I, 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 I for sure thought we was about to get that fumble and recover that, because that would have been a turning point in the game where we probably would have, you know, could have been a lot different had we got that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just look at that. I mean, but even at that, man, I mean, look at look at that. I mean, I think about the fact that just the offensive lines. I mean, the defensive lines, they they were who they are, you know, for the most part, they did their jobs. I just, I don't remember. I, it seemed like they had made a decision that we might get to them with our defensive line, but it was not going to be Chris Jones. They decided that and they, yeah. they really held him. Yeah, quickly. But man, I, I think about, I think about it, you know, Frank and them got to, uh, yeah, they got they got pressure on him. But it's it was Josh Allen's that dude. Yeah. He's not. He's not. He's hard to bring down, man. Oh, I mean, the guy ran. I just, 
I, 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 you know, let me say this. First off, I'm a Chiefs fan. I don't want to make it even remotely seem a Buffalo. Uh, it is, you know, what it is. You, you know, I'm sorry, but we we feel great about that W. I, I was looking I, I at him. I said, oh, you know, but woo. it was, it was just, man, I just, like I said, I, I don't even know that I could handle something that intense one more time. And quite frankly, I don't think there's anybody left that can offer what they offer. That's me. And, um, when you look at both quarterbacks, like both of them play phenomenal. Josh Allen is a beast. He's a dog. Like, like, um, like you said, if, if you couldn't have Mahomes, you'd take Allen. But the, I'll, I'll tell Allen. you the difference. The difference between the two, and I'll tell you why. Um, and to me, Mahomes is the best. Court. He's the best QB in the league. No, you know, there's no, there's no stats that some people were saying like, you know, after the end of the game, oh, Josh Allen's better. I'm like, no, he's not. Look at the stats, brother. Look at the touchdown versus interceptions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mahomes has almost 50 more touchdowns or over. Let me see. He has 100 and he had 151. Before that game, he had 151 touchdowns. And uh, he had 37 interceptions. And that's in 63 games. In 58 games, Josh Allen has 103 touchdowns. These, these are passing touchdowns, 103 and 47 interceptions. So he's played less games, um, has like almost, he has uh, almost 50 more, less touchdowns, and he has more interceptions. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, eh. And then just to watch them play, like there's still some throws that I see Mahomes make that Josh Allen cannot make. But Josh Allen is a beast. Now, the difference in them when they run, <clears throat> Josh Allen has some design runs for him. He's almost like a running back, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not not on Lamar Jackson's level to where he has the speed, but he'll he's fast, but he's not Lamar Jackson fast, but he'll run you over also. Like, he's a big dude. So, like, you know what I'm saying? He's, made, he's running over DBs and stuff and making guys look bad. So, but he runs with the purpose of running. Mahomes, when he runs... He runs for the purpose of creating more time to throw and pass the ball. And he's only going to run for that first down as everybody is covered. And like, oh, the field is open. But he creates that space because of his threat of passing the ball down the field. You know what I'm saying? The crazy thing is, Mahomes now has no weakness. He has no weakness now since he's figured out that, that cover two, two safeties deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's figured it out. So, like, there's nothing you can do now. To, what are you going to do to stop him? Because he has no weakness. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. I don't think there's anything that can be done. I I, I totally agree with that statement. Um, honestly, you know, I know last show we talked about it. Um, I mean, I, I, I just take my whole statement back because Josh Allen, I mean, he, I'd rather have him than Aaron Rodgers. Um now, ergo, say that you know we'll okay. see. Well, is we'll that see. a hot take? We'll see where Josh we'll, Allen versus Aaron Rodgers. We'll see, but we'll see where Rodgers lands because I think that that's I, we know that Green Bay is not it. That's over, so he's heading somewhere else. But or you know, he's retiring? Or, nah, he's going somewhere. Right? Going yeah. somewhere else? Yeah, he's going somewhere else. Uh, Brady, I, 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 I wonder if Brady might hang it up because would L.A. Uh, did to uh, Tampa Bay and what they did to Brady, they got you on these, you know, these mamay. Man, it means it's not, it's not good. It's just not good, brother. 
you know, you you real salty. Now they got the salty Doritos and all. It's not good. And and it it was so bad that don't get me wrong, Von Miller, Aaron Downs. It's not really fair. But you talking about him? Do you really want to deal with that? Because you're looking at dealing with that. You have to understand whatever happens with L.A. That tandem in and of itself is something that teams are going to have to be prepared to deal with. And let's be honest, both them guys in one way or another, you really going to have to be prepared. And then you got to think about what's in the middle of all that too. All I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, I would have said that, you know, Aaron Rodgers was this, was that. Hey, you know, the proof's in the pudding, man. Aaron Rodgers is at home. And and it ain't because he didn't have the help around him that he needed. It's not because, you know, he wasn't, um, you know, supported or didn't have with anybody. You had Devontae. I, I, but those, that's another yeah, thing. Where, yeah. where, is he, where is he headed? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of yeah. questions. Yeah, he only put up 10 points, so you can't tell anyway. Well, no. You can't tell me nothing, brother, about some Aaron Rodgers. He's a baller, too. He's a, he's definitely he's still a top-five quarterback. What I want to ask you, though, is like um, there's been a lot of conversation about the whole overtime thing and changing the rule. And it's like, it's like, wait a minute. We were in that same predicament versus the Patriots in 2018-2019 season in the AFC Championship game where, you know, the Patriots and the Chiefs went overtime, coin flip time we knew we had to stop them like that was the rules we our defense didn't stop them and they won yeah and so for me it's like and then but after that the chiefs proposed to the other 31 teams right to have the overtime rules changed right and you only had one supporter but, right. but yeah nobody supported it it didn't get voted upon because right. you know, it wasn't accepted they turned it down right. there you and go so now the bill, the bills owner and the bills owner had to be one of those if it was a 31 other teams that turned right. it down that didn't want to have the overtime right. change. Yeah. So now you can't cry, boo hell hell, we didn't get the ball. Like that's the rules. You had 13, hey, 13 seconds. You ain't supposed to allow a team to get in field goal range. Hey. The Chiefs, the Chiefs got- <laughs> you had you had two teams supported. You know, like I do, it was Dallas and Kansas City. That's the reality of it. They you made had 60 it- minutes, though. You had 60 minutes to stop. I'm just saying, you had two teams support the proposal to change the overtime. Oh, who you said Dallas was the other team? It was Dallas and Kansas City. The reality of the situation is, if you did not support that when it was proposed, right now, I believe that somebody else is going to have to lead that uh, initiative or lobby for that. Because if I'm Clark Hunt, if I'm you know the owner in Dallas if I'm you know I'm not I'm not I'm not doing it again because you know the reality of it is you are now salty because you believe if your team had have had another opportunity that they may have scored they might have and they might not I would would love to go you know I would love to go back and look in like you know the 20 uh 2019 or to see what Bills fans' responses was during that that after the Chiefs Patriots game when we lost in overtime to see what they were saying in regards to that. That would be very interesting to see what they were saying. Like, oh, you should win. If you got fans talking about, oh, you should win. Now, don't cry about it now that it's it's worked against you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you can't appreciate what you witnessed, 
Yeah, that this, was a great this, game, man. This man had this man had 13 seconds to lead his his team down the field and to put them in position to send us to overtime. And then if you can't appreciate the kick that was made under that type right. of pressure, and he missed he missed two field goals. And he missed he the missed, extra point and a field goal. Not that that's Early. normal for him, but yeah, I yeah. hope that he got it out of his system. But yeah. my point in it is understand that. There were miscues, in my opinion. I'm going to say this. I'll say it. There were miscues that kept y'all in the game. Because truth of the matter be, the three that he kicked to take us to overtime, if he just makes that extra point that he misses, that three, that's that's game. So my thing with it is you take that into consideration, take the field goal that he missed into consideration. We can look at a number of different things. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those those kicks that it would have been game over. Game over. And my thing with it is, if you cannot appreciate what you witnessed on the times where the punters had to come out because both defenses were doing what they were job or uh, doing their jobs against what we can honestly say, I don't I don't believe that there is an, another offense that can produce what we saw those two offenses produce. And I don't think that the defenses that we saw were, were, were bad. Now, no, nobody has Aaron Donald and Von Miller on the ends, but let's be real. Aaron Donald and Von Miller in and of themselves, they're going to, they, they're going to be what they're going to be, but they're not enough to win a game against to me, uh, a complete offense. Like what we, what we saw, Buffalo and Kansas City, that is now officially a rivalry yeah, that yeah, you can definitely is, call it that. It's serious business. Yeah, it's, it's serious. like the new Brady versus Manning type yeah. thing. And I, I can yep. definitely see that for years to come. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna I think they're already on the schedule for next season that we're playing them again. So yep. they, yeah. So all Thank right, you. man. Yeah, uh, that was such a great game, man. My heart was racing, bro. Brother. Racing, bro. My heart monitor on my Apple Watch said, "Call Jesus." <laughs> hey, I looked down. I said, "Oh man," I said, "I'm going to town here." You know, a lot of people bro. don't. Man, I just my son, my son said, "Hey, Daddy, will we will we get to see more games like that?" I said, "Son, you got to understand." You just witnessed something that may yeah. not happen again in, yeah. in, in your lifetime or mine. They say it was 25 points between both teams in the last two minutes, brother. In 13 seconds. Yes, That's sir. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is, that is crazy. And make no mistake about it, though, Buffalo. You did what you did. Appreciate the fact you're supposed to take advantage of weaknesses. But don't discount the fact that we was missing Matthew. Two. It's not even... Yeah. You, you got to understand. Made play I, those balls. I don't think Davis has that record-setting game if he's out. I just don't. Maybe he does, but I don't think he does. No, nah, he doesn't. I, I know he doesn't because, Matthew, he's a ball hawk. All right, yeah. so we're going to move on to um, our next topic. Our next topic is what are the keys to the Chiefs defeating the Bengals? And I go ahead and start off and jump off with that, man. And I, I'm going to say this with all uh, sincerity. I'm going to say it with my chest. Say it with my chest, man. Uh, the, one of the first keys is um, keep Mike Hughes off the field. That brother should be inactive. 
if you had DeAndre Baker inactive for some games, Mike Hughes needs to be inactive and activate Baker. One thing I know Baker ain't going to happen to Baker. He ain't going to be falling down on the routes, on the uh, <laughs> covering the defense, covering the wide receiver. He's not going to be falling down. Ridiculous. Keep Mike Hughes off the field. Brother, brother's trash, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that about his, let me say his game is trash. <laughs> bro. It's, it's a reason we, that we the can Vikings, say, it's a reason bro. the Vikings let that brother go, bro. Because he was there. a number one pick. He was a first, first round pick. I don't. I'll, this is what I can say. I, I I know that the man is young in in the trade, and I'm a I'm a leave that there. He's not a seasoned corner, and and that may have been way too much of a um, that might have been way too much of a spotlight for him to be in, uh, and for for to be asked of him. Uh, but I'm a I'm a keep it a hundred, bro. Uh, you know, he got abused and you got abused by somebody who was talented and somebody who was a little bit more experienced. And, you know, you got Tony Romo on there talking about he basically did a crossover on you. We playing football, though. And, bro, you on the <laughs> ground. And, and, you know, I've, I've, I've been I've been crossed over like that. And that's why I just, you know, I don't even really want to play recreational basketball or nothing, whatever. Now you know the but, the, the, yeah. the first time yeah. that he fell down, it looked like um, I think him and I don't know if it was Snead or one of the other defensive backs in the receivers. They kind of he got clipped yeah. a little bit and kind of got picked, and so that would cause him to fall. They kind of ran into each other, whatever. But the second time, brother, and you know what it is, it's sloppy technique. If you were playing good technique, there's no way you fall down on that move. If you had your back pedal solid. Bro. And I'm gonna tell you what it is. I see a lot of, even in the NFL, these professionals. I see a lot of um, just kind of a lax stance when the ball is stepping. They they straight up versus kind of bent down and beat in that back pedal, doing the actual back pedal with technique that allows you to turn your hips either way and have, you know, what I'm saying like trust me as a defensive back. If you got good technique, you're not falling down. Now the guy may he may get past you or, or you know get a step on you but at least you can break and cut in the direction that he's going and it still give yourself a fighting chance in making a play on the ball or at least making a tackle he has sloppy technique bro there's no way he should have fell down on that route he didn't do nothing special he did a, he did a jab to the outside you know what I'm saying and then went inside it wasn't nothing real special where he should have fell down if, if he had if he was in his back pedal you know what I'm saying <clears throat> kept him in front of him, he would have been able to just cut on that. So it's like, dude, you're it was just trash technique, bro. Like use your technique in front of Mills, man. I don't know if some of these some of these pros um do not use good fundamentals yeah. and technique when it comes to cornerback play. And so that's why they be getting beat. That's why they take bad angles. That's why they don't get a play on the ball. But those that know how to play it, because he's like, I don't know if he's just relying on pure talent, but if you combine that talent with technique, Bro, you're gonna shut guys down. So, I just think that I think that when Matthew is out there, bro, it's uh every player is just uh, uh in that secondary is a little bit more confident, a little bit more sure about what they're doing, hmm. a little bit more uh feels a little bit more supported. There's there's an aura about that man's presence. 
that really supports what's going on. I hated that he left the game. I didn't think he got kicked that hard, but yeah. I don't know. I couldn't. It, don't, tell. it doesn't look as bad to us on on TV because nah, it didn't man, look like he got kicked that hard. But uh, if he got a concussion, it was definitely hard, and it, and oh, it, it felt some type of way. Yeah. And so, um, if we could get um, yeah. and that's why I hope I hope Fenton is able to to come back if we're able mm-hmm. to um. Because Fenton and Matt Matthew, hopefully he passes concussion protocol. But I say Fenton because he's probably the one that plays with the most confidence out of all the out of Sneed and Ward. Like Sneed plays with confidence too, and Ward does. But I think Fenton is the most confident, plays with the most uh, physicality and swag. And, and he's like Fenton is a dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I hope he can come back because he'll definitely make a difference. The other key I have is um double Jamar Chase. Double Jamar Chase and make Higgins, Boyd, or Mixon beat you. You got to make one of those other guys beat you. I don't think Mixon is going to beat us. He didn't beat us. And um, he wasn't a huge factor the first time he played. You know what I'm saying? Jamar Chase is what killed us. On third down, every time, where did did, um, Joe Burrow go? I mean. Third down and fourth down. But that's the reality of it. It, it, And the thing about that relationship is – with Jamar Chase and, you know, Joe Burrow, you can see that in the game that they just won uh, against the even the Patriots when he needed somebody or needed something to happen. And I was kind of shocked because, you know, normally Belichick pretty solid at making you go another direction if that's not the option that he wants you to take. If there's, you know, you may have one thing that's super, super solid, uh, and I don't want to take nothing away from Jamar Chase. Obviously, the, the gentleman is—I uh, mean, he's ready because oh, yeah. he's ready. And, he's I, a and beast. My, yeah, he's a beast. And my thing with it is, um, I think that the way that you beat Cincinnati is—you know—you go ahead. One of your keys has to be is that if we get a lead. We need not put the governors on. If we didn't learn that from anything else but this last game, don't try to slow down. Don't apologize. Don't try to don't try to play the 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 you know hide and catch up game. Um, we we I feel like we tried that last time with Cincinnati, and the only thing that it did was cost us. Because here goes the reality: we get that ball again, Cincinnati's done. And they know it. So, but, you know, the time they, they, it happened to, to go in their favor. I honestly, me, myself, I'm feeling some kind of way about really us handling business with Cincinnati. I think that's my other key is I think that your disposition after losing that game to Cincinnati and having an opportunity to basically redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. And go to got, the Super Bowl off of that. Yeah, hey, and that that's gotta be that's gotta be major. And all of the all of the favorable things that could possibly happen thus far are falling your way. Uh you're at home. You're at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. Uh, everybody and then, and then I Joe talk, Burrow said that yeah that um the state, no, he said the stadiums aren't loud. He's like, yeah, the NFL stadiums aren't loud. He's like, it's louder in college. So, mm, bruh, 
You about to have a, a rude Bro, awakening when you get to Arrowhead, brother. They are going to blow. He 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 can tell you whatever he wants. But I talked to people that were out there who made it very plain that they um, you know, basically to some extent the noise was so deafening that people felt nauseous at some times, at some mm-hmm. points. That's not that's not taken lightly. And then when we are able to totally throw offenses off with that that loudest stadium in the world noise, mm-hmm. hey, all that does is motivate them even more. I would not have made a comment about that if I was Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think they're going to try to break the record, bro. I think – and I think Chance – Chiefs fans should definitely try to break that 142 point. Was it 142.2 or three? Man, uh, that's bro. Bro, so, I just I just hope that they don't fool around and crack a foundation or something. I've heard that it's I mean, I've been I mean, we've been out there ourselves. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I've been out there at different times when we had no choice but to make sure that we did things a certain way and took care of different things that you know, basically were the crowd's responsibility there at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Making noise, making sure that we were doing what needed to be done. Um, specifically, I've been there when games went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, bro, it's it doesn't matter how cold it is. It doesn't matter if it's snowing. It doesn't matter. What's going what's on there, y'all? Uh, there's a lot of noise in the background. What's that's going on? Man, that's the oh, man. I like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they just they didn't. I mean, they opened the door, and the dog's still up here running around. It at this very moment, <laughs> they can't. You can't even catch it. He didn't run because they went. They ain't been. Up, they they if they don't get to see me, bro. When they get a chance to run up here, they just they they'll keep running in circles. You can oh, pick okay, it up the dogs. All right, all right. Yeah. Obvious, we got dogs in the background. That's what y'all yeah. was hearing. Right the ch- I knew I heard a little chain or something like jingle yeah. jangling. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what my last key is, though. Um, it's uh, put immense pressure, e- immense pressure on Joe Burrow, whether that is a sack or causing him to throw early. That's that's definitely one of the keys. I think if you like Tennessee got him nine times, I figure like we can at least get him five or six. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that's good. My last you don't get five sacks, but just get pressure on them. man. My last key treated it like it's a Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. I said I said it when we when we was getting ready, you know, for our first game. I'll say it when we was getting ready for you know to face Buffalo. My thing is, you need to treat it like it's the Super Bowl because the truth of the matter is, is that as far as everybody. Is concerned. This is your Super Bowl. Other key is everybody needs to stay healthy. Go sit down. Put your put your N95 on. Don't be out here rolling around kicking it and put us in a predicament where we got to look at somebody else doing you know the job of a should be starter because you've tested positive. That's a good I need, point. Good point. I need you to stay. I need you to go and stay healthy so that we can see, uh, you know, uh, an awesome AFC championship where, you know, Kansas City is victorious. That's what I want to see. And I'd love to see the Super Bowl. And I'm actually, man, pretty excited about the halftime show. 
I really feel like as a fan of Kansas City that we deserve to experience that halftime show. The lineup for the halftime show is solid. I want to see yeah. it. Yeah, it's going to be you a know? good one. That's going to be a good yeah. one. So, yeah. yeah, man, we can definitely – um, we definitely have to – um, I think the keys is, like, really, like, double Jamar Chase. Don't let him beat you. So, you, I would – like, the way I would play it, I would play man, but I would have another – I would have a safety playing a top – like cheating to Jamar Chase's side and then just like him being over top of Jamar Chase because you know you know Joe's gonna throw it deep. They may try to hit him on one of those quick you know slant routes to try to get so he can try to get yards after the catch. But if you play man on him and then have somebody over the top, a safety or another DB, whatever you want to do it, I would I would essentially play like um, a dime package where I would have six DBs on the field and then like three three. Um, Three linemen and two uh, two linebackers. I'm having six DBs, bro. Like, I mean, you know I, I guess. I mean, I guess whatever everybody feels is 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 necessary. But whatever we're going to do, I just want us to be strategic, yeah, consistent, and intentional about it. Right. Like you know, Jamar Chase. You know what he's capable of. Right. You know what Joe Burrow and him are capable of when they connect. And you know that Joe Burrow is waiting on you to make an exception and not double him. If you that do be, that, that would be very frustrating with Spags to not bro, win he's from that going, first game. Bro, he's, he's still going playing to, Bro, it's ridiculous. I my thing is is that we know that sacking Joe Burrow nine times is obviously not enough. Not you know, enough. that's Unless not enough. Not enough. You know, so my thing with it is, I always like to say that, you know, esteem the next defense, the next team, esteem the individuals who previously faced them, successful or not, better than yourself, so that you can prepare in a manner that, uh, you know, just puts you on a different level. I think that what we deserve and what we want to do is we want to walk out to Cincinnati and we want to let them understand y'all don't even deserve to play in a game like what we experienced last week. And because we feel that way about it, we're about to show you guys. And we don't appreciate what y'all did last time coming in here and playing chicken and hiding at the end of the game. Going to sit down there and just run out the clock. I understand, you know, got to do what you got to do. You wouldn't be here probably if you hadn't done it. But let me tell you something. We about to hand y'all this whipping today. And we don't apologize for it. We don't feel bad about it. We want to win. We want another Super Bowl, man. I I think sometimes we kind of drag our feet a little bit. I know we talked about this last year. We made it to the bowl. We couldn't get it done. We didn't have the personnel we needed. Hey, man, we we made the adjustments. I think they were appropriate. I'm I want another Super Bowl, bro. I, mm-hmm. I and I don't just want to go. I want to win. I want to win, man. Yeah, I feel like, I man, we, we get past the Bengals, man. I feel like whoever we play, whether it's the Rams, the Rams, I will say, would be um, a, a good matchup or a challenging matchup, but I'm taking my homes over Stafford any day because I know Stafford's going to make a mistake. I know he's going to throw at least one or two interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know I know um, that uh, they – or they'll fumble the ball or something. Like, they had, like, three – was it three or four fumbles in the, that allowed Tampa Bay to come back? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like they're gonna have a turnover. I, I feel like we'll play more mistake-free ball than the Rams would in a Matthew Stafford. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I like the Rams. 
think I the right thing the, uh, the Niners might get them. Bro, I don't think that the Rams. I don't. I don't think that the Rams. I'm gonna say this and make sure I clarify. That. I like the Rams. You know their matchup with the 49ers. They have what it takes. But I'm gonna tell you, I think that once you've been there and tasted, you know, the Super Bowl like that, everybody got to remember that was nothing but what? What are we talking about? Two two years ago, two and a half years, three years ago, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, the 49ers was just there with us. And um, I, I can't help but believe that uh, they have not forgotten uh, uh, what, what it means to be able to participate on that level in that event. I think that the Rams better understand very clearly that you're talking about it's like it's like putting a snack out to me in front of a hungry, you know, uh pit bull. Come yeah. on, man. And it's gonna, not that should be a good one. That's they gonna be that's they going that that is gonna be I look for that game, in my opinion, to potentially be much more intense possibly than what we're gonna what we're going to face. Because I do believe one one way or another, we're gonna see somebody this weekend where what we experienced last weekend and the entertainment that we saw in a number of games. I just don't think it's gonna be that. Somebody, somebody gonna get Molly Wop. I feel like I feel like I feel like the if we are able to if we have either Matthew or Fenton, it'd be great if we were able to get both back. Um, but I feel like if we limit Chase, right? I feel like we, because essentially we were, we were going to blow them out. Then we had them, we were up by two touchdowns, and then we had, we had that return call back on the holding penalty that would have blew it out the water. We would have had thirty-five. That'd have been it. You know what I'm saying? We would have had thirty-five points. That'd have been enough to win the game, but it got called back. So they were very close to being, for us being up by three touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? By 21 points. So I think it's more likely that the Chiefs would have that happen again if we're able to basically, if we're able to get them off the field or hold them to field goals, you know what I'm saying? Then the Chiefs are definitely going to win that game. I feel like it may not even be close. I don't think it's going to be a close game like it was versus the Bills. Knowing, especially Mahomes knowing that, you know, Mahomes, and the Chiefs, they they mad they lost to them. The way, that, the way they lost in the course, I think the referees played a part in that. And I feel like we'll have better referees in this game. Like, you you can't say anything about that Bills-Chiefs game where the refs affected the game. Like, that was a well-refed game. So, we have a, a clean, well-refed game. I'm telling you. My thing with it is, everybody who has played in any competitive sport, you know when you've had games, matches, that were so intense that it molded you into a team or a player that went to the next level. You don't participate in what we saw, whether you be the Bills or the Chiefs. And I understand, yeah, we won. But if you think that the Bills are not a better team for playing in that game, if you think that that did not turn them into a, a, a better a better, more hungry team after, especially after not being able to win, you you be lying to yourself. But if you think that playing at that level and being, you know, basically getting that type of competition for the Chiefs 
If you think that that didn't make us a better team, you're lying to yourself. And I'm sorry. Very, 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 very few teams will get to experience that level of competition and have that level of talent to to be able to even offer to it. I really feel like that. The Bengals, the Bengals might be in for a real whipping. Bro. Yeah, and especially with think about the adversity that the Chiefs have overcome. They had a struggle early in the season. Mahomes had to overcome um, the defenses that was been playing against him that wouldn't allow him to um, get those deep passes with Tyreek and, and McCole, and um, he had to adjust his game. And he's overcome that. They've overcome uh, the defense wasn't playing well. That they end up getting Melvin Ingram, the defense playing better. You know what I'm saying? So, and just being in difficult situations in game experience and having the championship experience, Super Bowl experience, all the experience that the Chiefs have, that helps too and, and plays a part in. Like, let's say, like, there's no situation to where they will feel nervous or like they can't overcome. And to be able to play with that type of confidence where you can trust your guys, like, yo, we've been here before. And I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's not that type of situation. I don't feel like it will be to where we'll get down by seven or 10 points like that. I feel like we're, you know what I'm saying? But if but it bro, does, okay. we know we know we can overcome it, right? Come on, but we we showed up. You you, you got you got to stop. And I'm going to just lay it out there. You got to stop Prinkle, okay? Mm. You, you got to stop McKinnon. You, you got to stop Clyde, Okay. You you gotta you you got you gotta stop you gotta stop Kelsey and he can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. You gotta stop Tyreek Hill. He can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. You gotta stop you gotta stop Hardman. Mm-hmm. He can't be he can't he can't be stopped. You know what I'm saying? And oh, come on, we we really going do, do I even have to say Tyreek? He can't he can't be stopped. More than right. anything, more than anything, you gotta you got you gotta try to figure out a way to stop our offensive line mm-hmm. from protect from protecting. The greatest quarterback that the game has ever seen, and Patrick Mahomes. You, you, you have to try to do that. Now, you know what I wanted to say that hey, yeah, you know, I feel like Aaron Rodgers. He's a little bit more seasoned. Blah blah blah. Hey, let me, shut up. You know, I shut up. You know, the man is ridiculous. The man is the man is ridiculous. Seasoned or not seasoned, he's still getting better. And if you think that this game that the man just won last week didn't make him even better hey, i'm sorry but if if you are a Bengals fan you ought to be terrified right now because you gotta face the grim reaper reaper you don't got reaper. a new nickname the grim reaper baby reaper. let oh, me tell goodness. you bro i i'm 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 still trying to gather myself and accept the fact that we can literally sit here as chiefs fans and pretty much kind of say to an extent that as long as Patrick Mahomes is on that field, hey man, we're always in it. We're mm-hmm. we're always in it. And that's what scared me. 13 seconds left, that's too much time. I was sitting there, I was like, he gonna do something. I said, watch this, y'all, and y'all gonna and y'all gonna kick the ball for a touchback. Stop it. Right. I'm gonna yeah. take I, I I'm gonna say this, I'll be quiet. Travis Kelsey is the most ridiculous tight end I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I, you gotta you give it to him, bro. Yeah. If you if you can't call him the greatest tight end to ever play the game, I want again go ahead and tell you you're lying to yourself. Yeah. That man. It's no, it's no. It's ridiculous. Like at first for me it was like Tony Gonzalez, but he's 
I don't know if Tony Gonzalez could. And and I'm the biggest Tony Gonzalez fan. I was upset, real angry when they traded him to the Falcons. And I was upset when the Falcons wouldn't trade him back to the Chiefs because he wanted to come back. But Travis Kelsey is just like, I. if you look around the league and you see, he, there's no other tight ends doing what he does, bro. There's no, like he's, the things that he does just in the, the, the chemistry that him and Mahomes have and just the nuances, the, the, the slight moves that he makes, the, the, the way he's able to shake or put a move on defenders. So just like it's a suave way, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, he's different, man. He's, he's the best tight end to play the game. I don't care. Don't come to me with no Gronkowski. Don't come to me with no. I don't even want to hear it. I, like, I just, yeah. ain't no, first off, let, let's just look at the catch that he made. That's not the second game where he didn't walked off over. That's the second. I mean, I mean that is the second game where he's walked off yeah, over that's the second one yeah. here recently. But did did anybody pay attention to that catch? He had, he had to turn the way he had to turn. Bro, Bro. did you see how he put his feet down? Yes. When he caught the ball, and they, you know, and Romo and them. Don't get me wrong. It's the commentator's job to to keep the you know the possibility. But that lasted for about six seconds. Yeah, I like that. That's a touchdown, ref- bro. Referees are leaving. The referee, the game is over, dude. Right. Come- yeah. Cincinnati. If I'm Cincinnati, you have to have a lot of people whose names we don't even know. They have to have the game of even remotely come close. You got to have a number of people who we don't even know have a wonderful game. Not, not, not. Because I don't feel like that, you know, there's going to be, I don't think that there's going to be any, oh, okay. No, I think Andy has had enough of that. You know, I don't want to be sitting up here having heart attacks either. Andy almost, you know, had a heart attack. I'm telling you right now. They gonna, I I might be wrong, but ain't no way you I couldn't be a, a head coach. My directive would be to all of my coordinators. I, I want Cincinnati to look like. I want them to look like a little league team all when right. we get done. So let's let's end it off with this. We don't do we don't do score predictions for the first time. I don't think we <clears throat> we don't do them often. But I want to know what's your prediction for the the Bengals versus Chiefs game. I'm going 42-14. Mm, okay. Chief. I'm going to say, okay, 42-14, Chiefs. I'm going to say um, what came out in my head was 38-21, Chiefs. Because I feel like they may get some late garbage touchdown, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how it be sometimes. So, 38-21, Chiefs. So, you got 42-14. I got 38-21. We don't have to take that down, see who, see who was the closest. I think, that it gets, <laughs> I think it gets ridiculous, and I think it gets ridiculous early. I don't think I, I, I just bro, I've I, I've never I've never felt I bro I couldn't sleep for two, three hours after that game. Oh yeah, I could I didn't yeah. I, it was hard. I was trying to listen to the radio, I'm watching ESPN highlights, I'm watching everything after that game, bro. I don't have nothing else to say. I'm done. All right. So let's just play and win. Just win. Go just win. win. Go win. Yeah, go let's win. get that dub and going yeah. then 
third Super Bowl, baby. But anyway, let's go. We're gonna go ahead and do our shout outs and get up out of here, man. Thank you for listening to Red and Bold. Who your shout outs, Joe? I want to shout out um, to the new scooters that is opening uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. I want you to support that scooters uh, if you have an opportunity to, again, that is opening uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, My second shout out um, is going to go to uh, my big brother. Uh, Happy birthday to him. you know, this week on the 20th, uh, we had uh, we had Pastor Trey on last week, uh, but just want to shout out my bro and wish him uh, a happy, happy birthday. And my final, going to be Christian Charity Church. If you're in Kansas City, Missouri, on Sunday at 10 a.m., tight protocols. We're going to keep everybody safe and healthy. Uh, and trust me, we will get out in plenty of time for you to go home and prepare to enjoy that game. those games. And... Um, but uh, all roads lead to Christian Charity at 11,000 Ruskin Way, Kansas City, Missouri, 64134. Uh, if you need some directions, you can reach the church, 816-966-0173. Again, we follow all safety protocols. We're going to make sure that we keep everybody healthy, but y'all should come on. We're going to have a great time. All right, cool. Um, shout out um, Bernard's Po' Boys. If you ain't... Uh... You're in the Atlanta area. Check out Bernard's Po' Boys. That's bernardspoboys.com. Uh, wonderful food, man. Um, a wonderful um, couple, married couple that um, that that runs it and that owns it. Um, to hopefully be in prayer for them to get a food truck, y'all. So, um, any any believers on here listening and watching, be sure to pray for Bernard's Po' Boys that they can get a food truck or a restaurant or just bless them to where they can expand their business because they have wonderful food trust me if you're in the atlanta area be sure to hit them up i believe they're open on like wednesdays i think fridays and saturdays but definitely go to their instagram page also they have instagram go to their website check out their food that's bernardspoboys.com yes yes sir yes sir and then i also want to shout out greedy man's barbecue if you want Kansas City barbecue down here in the Atlanta area. You know what I'm saying? Then go ahead and jump on greedymansbbq.com. That's greedymansbbq.com. They got some wonderful, wonderful honey smoke uh, uh, wings or apple smoke wings. Let me see. Not honey, apple smoke wings. Mm. And then uh, they got a, uh, you know, Philly, uh, Philly uh, chicken. Uh, man, that thing's so good. I done talked about it before. That chicken Philly, so yeah. wonderful. Then they got um uh they have other things. Of course, they got the ribs and they got wonderful like you know, sides like potato salad and uh you know uh green beans or what or, you know what I'm saying. Good so is the potato salad good? Is the potato salad good? Yes, it is good. He also has his signature uh juices. Um, that are named after streets in Kansas City, like you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so be sure to check it out, greedymansbbq.com. Also, he was voted uh, the number one uh, barbecue joint in the state of Georgia. So check it out, y'all. And then, um, see, uh, that's all uh, the shout outs I have right now. But uh, we want to shout out, of course, Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's awesome, He is everything, He is life. Um, if you don't know Him, 
get to know him, open your heart to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Soften your heart to him, and uh, you know what, what I'm an rather, opportunity. Hey, I'd rather live with with him and go through my issues with him than to go through them without him. So I'd rather um, be with you. I'd rather be you. Yeah, I'm trying to told you. Said I'd rather to be with you. I, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't even want to do it, but I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to do a lip. <laughs> started to broadcast today but i'm just telling y'all man hey just uh rest in knowing that man god will provide whatever you need yes i guarantee you he's got it and he's always on time might not be when you want him Mm -hmm. but if you just look to him he's coming he got you i'm telling you i know me and will can testify to that yes sir all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in and watching and listening to Red and Bold. I'm your host, Will Smith, co-host Joe Mobley. We appreciate y'all watching. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Um, and before we go, if you have um anything you want us to talk about, any topics or any questions, you can reach out to us um via email um at Red and Bold Podcast at gmail.com. That's Red and Bold Podcast at gmail.com. You can also our cash app is money sign red and bold. That's R E D A N D B O L D. That's money sign red and bold. If you want to contribute to red and bold and kind of help us out so we can expand and do other things or maybe go out in the community and, um, and, and make our presence known and um, do some things in the community, you know, in Kansas city and also down here in Atlanta. And we are under MTMV sports. That's my team, my voice This MTMV sports podcast um, podcast network so be sure to check out the website mtmvpn.com we're doing some things um next week uh me and rick sincere will be going down to the senior bowl next week uh so be in prayer for us we'll be having coverage on that also going to um i think we're going to go and cover um check out the hbcu legacy bowl uh-huh. um, i think that's the same again um, so they'll, they're, they're going to have that down there. So, man, we're trying to make some connections. You know what I'm saying? So it's my team, my voice. That's what MTMV stands for, my team, my voice. We are fans of our teams, and we just, you know what I'm saying, covering our team. Me and Joe, we love the cheese, baby. So go, cheese. Let's go ahead and beat them bangles. We, again, like, share, subscribe. Thank you for watching. We love y'all. We are out. Blessings. Blessings.